Hell in a cell. Well, it was hell for one of us. Prepare for a complete smugness with this man. Oh, I'm the one being smug? I thought you were going to... That was an introduction for yourself. Oh, no, it, it was. Was it? it? It absolutely was. I, I was just waiting for you to introduce yourself before I'd be even more smug. Oh, bloody hell. All right, well, hello. I'm Luke from Warrington, and as I sit here at almost half 11 at night, I wonder to myself, why did I move to America if it wasn't so that I could watch wrestling before my bedtime? But here we are, spending my time getting up again, sneaking around the house, trying to avoid all the cracks in the floor so I don't wake people up. Glad to be here, though. How are you, mate? I'm wonderful, because I am Mr. 100%. Now, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> if... Um, if you'd have checked our Twitters at the underscore cheap underscore pop, you'll see that I, I raised some questions uh, a couple of days ago. Obviously, a hundred percent record, you know, does does raise some 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 concerns. Um, you know, there was talk talk of well, obviously, I wasn't at my usual recording studio, so that obviously affected my performance somewhat. Um, and you know, that the caffeine I had. All right then. I will acknowledge the loss. There we go. There we go. Fine. Uh, you could have just you could have just gone straight there, Luke. You could have just not talked bollocks for ten minutes and just just accepted the fact that there was a glorious turn of events over the weekend. <sighs> um, not one prediction wrong. Has never been done before in the three events that were predicted so far. Well, that's uh, look look good. if you look if you win count takeover, eh? True, true, but you know, hey, we're only we're only talking about the uh, the main card. Uh, the, the main, mm. <laughs> them's fighting words. Them's them is fighting word, um, and it's probably a good job as well to be honest, because if um if the pre-show had been announced beforehand, which I'll talk about in just a sec, um, I'm at, uh, th- th- that record might have not not happened, um, but let's let's get into it, shall we? Let's let's dive into. Let's dive into the event itself. Um, overall, overall, happy, happy with the event. Um, yes, overall, uh, overall, I'm happy with the weekend. To be honest with you, uh, I'm, I like how they extended it out uh, and had a cell match on SmackDown, and then obviously um, whatever channel Raw her on, uh, you know, cried a little bit and said, "Why the Fox get a cell match? We want one." So we were treated to three nights of, of, of Hell in a Cell. So it was kind of stretched out oh, a little yeah. bit and meshed in with Monday Night Raw's, you know, progression to the next pay-per-view. Um, the the Sunday night itself, it was a it was a decent little card of six matches. You know, nothing... The, the Overall, I wasn't blown away, but I wasn't really disappointed with um, with most. If, it was, if I'm looking at the cards, there's probably just one match. Maybe two that I was a bit meh on. But good action overall. Not bad show, not bad show. How about you? Yeah, it, 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 it was solid. It, it was solid. It was, um, it felt, if I was going to say anything, it felt a little safe. Like, it, it, it felt like the kind of, the the last dress rehearsal before the big show. And, and I don't know if that's just me because I had in my mind that obviously the next event, Money in the Bank, in July has live crowds back again 
which is obviously super exciting. There were, there were a few spots where it was a bit like, ah, oh, are they holding back a little bit because obviously nobody wants to get injured. It's like that last pre that last preseason friendly before the season starts. It's like you know, if he was nervous about getting injured or taking any too big a risk. But then do you know what? It, it didn't really affect my enjoyment of it. It was good. It, it it was it was a good show. Um, considering the build up for almost every rivalry was terrible. And and the biggest, arguably the biggest match, the best story was actually removed off the show at the last minute um, and, and given to us a, a day earlier. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, quick, quick round of word association. Just, just to wake your brain up a little bit. It is late over there. It's early over here. Um, so I'll run through, run through a few words just to, just to, just to keep you sparky in your old age, because uh, you've already been a bit ranty this morning. Um, so let's let let's let, let's cheer that that big loser face up. Um, have I mentioned that that I won on the predictions? I don't know if I have. Um, so let, let, I'll, I'll throw some throw some words at you. First words that come to mind. All right. Kendo sticks. Overused. Helena Cell. Uh, watered down. Mick Foley. Um, greatly underappreciated. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Please, last time ever. Cesaro versus Rollins. Give me that match at every pay per view. And Bianca versus Bailey. Two of the best workhorses of the women's division. The two best workhorses of the women's division. Nice, nice. You did all right there. That was all right. Okay, uh, your turn then. Let me see. Let me think of some. Uh, think of some wordy words here. Some wordy, wordy words. AEW. Small time. Oh shit. NXT. The best wrestling product at the moment. Mini Coopers. Cars for Midgets. Alexa and Shayna. Why? <laughs> Charlotte and Rhea. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. Okay. Bob and Drew. Savage. Yeah. All right. Best way of describing it, I think. Couple of reap bruisers. Um, so let's dive into the event, shall we? Um, feels like we're both fresh. We're both awake. We're both ready to do this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you watched the kickoff or not. Um, but Natalia versus Mandy was a. It, it pretty much set the precedent for the night i felt it was it was good it was it was a good wrestling match and that's kind of what the event gave us a lot of <laughs> which which sounds absolutely ridiculous to say it out loud but you know we had a lot of we had a lot of good wrestling um it was it was solid it was you know there was nothing nothing huge about it but you know mandy mandy showed that she could um you know throw down with someone as technical as as natalia um there were some ni- nice little spots in it 
it was decent. It was decent. It was solid. And Natalia came out um, a winner, which I was a little surprised about. If it had been announced before the event, I think I probably would have gone Mandy, given that they've got a title shot coming. So you never know. Maybe maybe that means that the tag titles are going to switch over soon. Did they have they said that they're getting a match soon? Because I was I was surprised by that. I didn't see it myself, but when I saw online that it was a singles match, I did wonder why there wasn't a tag title match. So I guess they're gonna. I'm, I feel like, at least I thought they'd earned a, a number one contender's spot, and they were just dragging it out. That might Maybe be. They didn't. That might but be I'm, a part of Raw that I'm sure they did. Skipping over. That yeah, that might be the part of Raw. I definitely feel, feel like. like well, yeah. we know it's coming. Um, it's obviously coming, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. These these two teams are having a lot of back and forth. Um, and bring it on. You know, just just build it right, please. Don't have the tag champs weaved into the, the Charlotte Rear rivalry just for the sake of it. And then all of a sudden have, have a random match at, at, at the back end. Just, um, yeah, give us some decent storytelling and, and, and give us some decent wrestling. I think I'll, um, I'll take that all day long. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be a matter of time before we see that those tag titles get intertwined in the main event scene again. The, the the women's tag team division seems to have dried up again. I don't know why they moved away from not from defending those belts on all three brands. It seems a bit uh, overkill to have NXT have no women's champs as well. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, it is just you. You're right. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, so then the, the main show started and we kicked straight off with the Smackdown Women's Championship match Bianca Belair defending against Bailey. we both said it was going to be a Belair retain mm-hmm. what do you think? yeah not surprising that Belair retained I think um, looking at this Bailey um was probably a good choice for, for Bianca to have another solid feud with again uh we we've we've touched on it multiple times much like the Sasha feud the uh the build up uh did f- feel a bit tepid and didn't quite didn't quite get me excited for the match itself and I also did not see um uh you know a big reason why a hell in the cell match should have happened um it's you know that that's why I said watered down at the start. This hell in the cell pay per view. They seem to just be making these matches, um, you know, for the sake of having them on a card instead of being the end of a you know a real intense bloodthirsty rivalry. But saying that, uh, as Bianca did at WrestleMania, once we got to the pay per view, uh, the match was bloody brilliant. Um, these two. Uh, like I say, both big workhorses of the women's division. They went through a lengthy, very physical, tough match. We saw uh, a very meaner side of Bianca come out during this match. Um, you know, in her promos leading up to the pay-per-view, she had she was showing more signs of the um, wholesome, you know, fighter who comes up against the odds. But in this, she kind of just straight up. You know, yeah. whooped Bailey's ass there. Um, brilliant match. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably easily the second best of the night for me. Um, and yeah, Bianca came out on top and uh, 
looking forward to that eventual Sasha rematch if that comes back around again. Um, yeah, loved it. Yeah, indeed, indeed, it was it was it was a great match. Um, and again, you know, build up aside wasn't the best build up. Thankfully, Bailey was around, like I mentioned in the in the other show, in the preview show, the prediction show. Um, Bailey being the being the top heel. Um, I feel at the moment in 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 the company, probably the top um woman's heel uh, in the business. Um, just just the cackle gets me every time. Uh, it's hilarious. But yeah. It was she's she's proven before Bailey that she's she's fantastic in Hell in a Cell. I think um, you know she clearly she appreciates the size and scale of the match type itself, and she has a lot of respect for it. Um, and 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 she's she's up for doing a lot in it. Um, and that showed you know the the bit with the kendo sticks. Um, the the kind of extended kendo sticks that 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 were brought out was a really nice touch. Um, I really enjoyed that bit. It was a shame that they came out again later on in the night um, for the Bobby Drew match, but um, yeah, it was it was a really solid match. Um, pretty brutal finish with the KOD on the open ladder, which looked like it hurt. Um, yeah, and and a great a great start, a great start. Um, just hopefully they get out of this. Do we get out of this? this kind of lazy funk they're in of not building up things before an event, which um, obviously being being after, now, now that we've actually seen the Raw and um, NXT following this event, it already looks like they're, they're getting back into the swing of things with booking an event weeks in advance, which is good because believe it or not, we want <laughs> we want to be excited about an event, not scratching our heads wondering what's going on. Um, so yeah, so Bianca retained there. It, it would, it would. Just you know, little things like uh, doing your jobs would be nice. Um, next up, we had Cesaro versus Rollins. Um, now then, now then, this is where things started to get interesting. Because I believe didn't didn't you pick Cesaro for this one? I did. What is he playing at? I think he did, didn't you? And then I, and then I pick Seth Rollins, which is which is weird because we pick different people. How how did that go, Luke? What what happened there? You know bloody well how it went. <laughs> An injustice. The 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 first part of the night's injustice happened here. Um, obviously, you looked at those betting odds that they do the day of the pay per view, and and saw uh, saw the Rollins was was the slight favourite, but. Anyway, we'll talk about the match itself. Doesn't matter. Uh, again, uh, like a double whammy of good, very lengthy, entertaining, uh, entertaining wrestling. And what I really, really enjoyed um, about this match was the fact. Um, actually, first, I'll tell you what I didn't enjoy. I didn't enjoy that it wasn't in Hell in a Cell. I would have put this in uh, as opposed. Actually, I would have probably had it uh, as a third cell match for the night because just as the, the intenseness of this rivalry. But um, again, but ha- have it being a, a very a very technical match uh, probably complemented these two these two a lot better. I was very very surprised that if Rollins was going to win, you'd expect him to get the screwy finish, knowing them. But uh, 
but you know compliments to Rollins even though he is the heel we forget that he's very very accomplished wrestler so it makes logical sense that he could you know get a roll-up win on Cesaro uh and he did and that just that leaves us uh, wondering where where does where does Cesaro go now that's two big devastating losses for him and all of a sudden he's he's back down the pecking order again um He's 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 almost like your favorite cryptocurrency. He had a good couple of months there. There was a nice little nice little rally there for Cesaro. Everyone was behind it, but uh, but it crashed a little bit, didn't it? Just short, unfortunately. Uh, but again, a uh, uh, good three and a half three and a half stars. That solid. Three and a half stars. Um, yeah, it was it 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 it, it was great. I really enjoyed it. I I loved I loved Rollins attacking him right from the start. Um, just the angle of Rollins's angry face just appearing over Cesaro's shoulder <laughs> and kind of homing in. We, I just, for some reason, I just found hilarious. Um, and yeah, like these two are a bit like Owens and Zayn for me. Like, if you're stuck for something to do, stick these two together, and they'll just make absolute gold. I really, really enjoyed it. Bit of a shame that it does. You know, it's that kind of fifty-fifty booking that we don't necessarily love all the time as wrestling fans, it's probably fair to say. But it, it's if, if, if there wasn't, you know, we've, we've got one more event to go. So, you know, who's to say that Cesaro doesn't get one over Rollins one last time just to send send the fans home happy, especially in front of the live crowd. I, yeah, it, it, not too much more to add, to be honest. It was just, it was great. It was really entertaining, solid wrestling. From from two of the best in in the business, so yeah, great great match. Um, next next up, um, we entered the supernatural with um, the final long awaited matchup between Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler. Now, <laughs> uh, I think we both said Alexa for this one, didn't we? Um, so obviously, of the of the night at this point, I'm two one up. This one put it at three two because Alexa did win. I I'm really torn with this. Alexa's doing the best. Alexa's doing a great job with what what she's given. She's really kind of throwing herself into into this whole story, which is which is great to see. It's quite a nice. I won't say tribute, but it's you know it. It's it shows a lot of respect for the character that Bray created originally with with the Fiend and and the Firefly Funhouse and stuff. I quite like some of the movement type stuff she's doing in the ring. Um, some some her kind of the way her attacking style has changed a little bit and adapted. I I really really like. I don't know why Shayna was in in this. It doesn't feel like the kind of place that. She feels like a fish out of water. Like it, it again, again. She's trying. She, she's doing her best with what she's given. But as I mentioned in the last show, you know, Shayna ain't an actress. She's a fighter. So why would you try and crowbar her into a position where she's only she, she's only going to lose effectively? You know, she's not going to get over as a, even as a heel. It's just it's just awkward. The and it was good. I was looking forward to a match where Alexa ends up 
you know, giving more to Shayna than than she's expecting. You know, two two strong styles effectively kind of clashing and coming together. Um, I don't know how I feel about this whole possession hypnotism thing um, that's going off. As as glorious as it is to see Reginald get a, a massive slap, um, I yeah, it, it just I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm going to say it. Don't like it. Um, not a fan of it, which is a shame because everything building up to it was all right. was all right. I was, I was into it. It's just a bit shit, really, is, is how I feel about it. I've put a note here that I'm, I'm going to give it more time. And I, I mean with the Alex, with Alexa Bliss, not, not her versus Shayna because... Yeah, I would like to get Shayna away from from this kind of stuff. It's it it seems weird. You have, um, you know, a bit of the women's division at, at the main event level is is a little thin, um, and a little um, little inexperienced. And I'm just I'm thinking with 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 the likes of of Rhea and. Uh, Who's the blue champ? Bianca, sorry. Um, in in with, with who's the, the blue champ? The, the, the one, the one on the blue, the blue show. Uh, so <laughs> my brain's gone. Um, in in terms of like it's the first first go around as as big world champs on the main roster. So uh, I'm surprised that Shane is not you know causing more problems for the likes of uh, you know Uriah Ripley's and Bianca's. So uh, yeah, I want to get her out of this, but I am going to give. The, uh, the the Alexa stuff more time, even though it seems at this point as a little hokey and a little watered down compared to Bray's Fiend. Uh, it's it's like it, it's almost like cuter. I, I, I'm not sure. Are we supposed to be freaked out by a little doll? I mean, I know it looks creepy, but um, is it? You know, is this? Are we supposed to be afraid of this little doll who who Shayna can just pick up and and stomp on in the ring? It's you know, and then there's some flickering lights, and then you get a yeah, supernatural element to it. Which, by the way, as soon as Naya got possessed, I uh, I knew I needed to to uh, draft her out of my team. <laughs> um, don't want any of that shit in my squad. Thank you, you don't very want... much. You don't want someone that's susceptible to um, possession in your fantasy in your fantasy league. That's one thing you need to wipe out straight away. Yes, please. Um, please. If, if if anything, that's why Mark drafted Damien Priest. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> classic, classic joke. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I also like. I was, I was while I was watching it. I was doing a live tweet on our on our Twitter account. Um, just, just putting my instant reactions out there, making sure that we had zero followers um, as, as quickly as humanly possible. And I did wonder, when Alexa possesses Naya, does she then feel Naya's stingy hole? You would think so, yeah. I mean, you would you would take on... Yes, I think you would take on all thoughts and feelings of the one you possess, including, you know, any any possible tears of... of any any orifices really yeah is that why is that why they both screamed at each other i was thinking hmm i wonder if i wonder if all of a sudden 
Alexa was like, what the hell is that? Our hole. Our hole. Yeah. Our hole. Oh, good times. Holy shit Um, is what I got to say about that match. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Holy shit indeed. Um, (laughs) I mean, the action was okay, but yeah, a little. We'll we'll give Alexa time. Maybe, you know, once uh, crowds can come back and we'll get the fiend back. Maybe we'll get a big payoff. Um, but yeah, gonna get gonna give Alexa Alexa Fiend more time. Next up on the card, so this was this was this was it, three two at this point. This was your chance to to tie it up to make things level. It was Kevin Owens versus Zami Zayn. You went Owens. I went Zayn. Needless to say. Sammy came out on top. What went down? Ah, uh, that big hairy hobo did come out on top, didn't he? Um, uh, yeah, again, another another heel win with a which was a fairly clean finish. Um, which again is great to see. I was utterly, utterly shocked. Um, at the win, to be honest. Um. God, what do we what do we say about it? I mean, again, I was it was hard to get excited for it. Um, but I think I'll always get excited about Owens versus Zayn just because these guys could fight just every day for years, and you know you're always going to see something new. And 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 they did the exact same thing again from a from a storytelling point of view. It was, you know, obviously you had everything with uh, Commander Aziz and the um, Nigerian nail to to the throat um, from from SmackDown. So you had you had a weakened Owens, and and they did brilliantly just to again tell tell that story, and and Sammy getting a lot more offense in, which was which was great to see. Even a little bit of even a little bit of blood. In there, I think Zayn got um, busted open at, at one point. I just, I really enjoyed it. It they draw me in every time, and I know what you mean with you know, we've seen it a lot before, but I still really, really enjoy it. I think there's, there's a reason they keep wheeling it out because they know each other so well. They just that they that they create great stuff. Some sometimes with that you can it can get really stale. It doesn't feel like it is. Interesting that Owens said after the event that he's ready to take a little break. Yeah, so that's interesting. I would be interested to see if it's you know a real kind of extended break or if he's just getting some. I I'd imagine he just wants some family time in before the traveling starts again. Can't blame the guy for that at all. I do wonder if we'll see him at Money in the Bank. I would, I would, if... I would think not. If uh, if he's you know trying to take a bit of a break, I would. Uh, if I was him, I wouldn't want to rush back to to be part of some brutal ladder matches. True, true. Maybe uh maybe it'll be a surprise return at the draft. Then, who knows? Who knows? Maybe we get Owens back in NXT. Ooh, get him in there. Get him bloody in there. That'd be a uh, that'd be very entertaining. So at this point, <laughs> yes, at this point, four two, 
four to two. And we both had the same predictions for for the following two matches. So the only thing that could really happen was our truth take the 24-7 title off Tazawa to save face for you, which, let's face it, didn't happen, did it? I think they've forgotten about it. No, at this point, yeah, it, it was confirmed. Uh, see, at this point, while I'm watching the pay-per-view, I know that you're you're yet to watch it. So it's like the, the pain of me losing is, it's like, like I know you're not, you don't know the win in real time. I, like I've, I've got to wait for it. I have to I get a delayed reaction. Just awful, awful. So see, awful. And then you go from that crushing disappointment into Ray Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Oh dear God. Um, how, what, why? Even some might ask, why? How? How are we supposed to be feeling about these two? I I have no idea. I don't know if anyone's... Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Am I supposed to like either of them? Am I supposed to hate both of them? I'm not going to lie. I feel completely indifferent to both at the moment. Rhea, after being so good on NXT UK and NXT, being so consistent, just being an ass kicker, she's just like a petulant kid now on Raw. Really have zero liking or affinity for her don't care if she's the champion or not just don't like it charlotte is charlotte is is being charlotte i guess she's you know she is trying to trying to top heal it she's she's trying to be that shit house overconfident um overconfident heel entitled even some might say but i just again i i just don't like it i don't like I'm not a big fan of the promos that either are getting at the minute. I don't like the whole Sonya, Adam Pearce thing that keeps being weaved into it. I'm just not in, not into this at all. The match was good, don't get me wrong. The match was solid. Again, lots of Charlotte just top healing, slowing the match down just like she did at Backlash. But, I mean, the finish was terrible. Rhea intentionally getting herself disqualified. I don't know. Again, you know, there's still more of this story to tell. I don't know where it's going. But this was kind of... Honestly, I was more disappointed with this than I was Alexa Shayna. Because I had I, I knew what to expect, kind of, with Alexa Shayna. With this, I was really hoping for more, and it just didn't live up to it. Yeah, uh, I was hoping for a clean finish, but it looks like we're going to get one more between these two. Um, If I can, I can sort of see the thinking behind that finish. Um, I mean, just a a little. It's a little. It's a little tone deaf to put that finish on uh, because Rhea Ripley sort of. So Rhea, sorry, Rhea got herself disqualified and kept her title. Gave the win to Charlotte. Now, yeah, it it's presented as you know Rhea giving Charlotte a piece of her own medicine, having a you know a bit of a heel move to keep her title. But the thing with like disqualifications have been done so so many times now that the there's there's not there's no DQ finish you can do that would. You know, leave fans thinking uh, like, "Yeah, I can see why they placed that in there. That was a great decision." Like it's it's just been done too much. 
and to have a DQ on a pay-per-view too, it leaves you with a really like sort of, it leaves you with a sour taste. It's it's very anticlimactic and just, it's it, it didn't hit the mark for me. And, and yeah, yeah. It was, what's frustrating is they're only making Rhea look weak. So she can beat Charlotte if it's in a triple threat. You know, she can basically nab a win, which is what she did in in the triple threat at Backlash. She can't be... Because what they did as well was they obviously declared... You know, she declared that she did it on purpose. It was intentional on the night. So that tells me then as as a viewer that, okay, so you you know that you can't beat Charlotte. Because the, the whole story that they were building all night was just that everything that Rhea was pulling out, she couldn't put Charlotte down. So out of frustration, she nails her in the face with the... And of all the things to hit her with as well, the bloody bit of cardboard that's on top of the announcer's table was weak as piss. Um, the hardest part of the announcer's table, some might say. And then, she yes, she says that she, does it, she did it intentionally. So that tells me then that all of a sudden she's got a fear of Charlotte because she can't beat her. But then the promos went off on Raw went off about something else. And, oh, yeah, I'm just giving you a taste of your own medicine. And, yeah, this is, you know, this is who I am now. And it was just, it felt poorly thought through. Why not, if you're going to do a DQ finish, why not do it the other way around where Charlotte all of a sudden feels like she can't beat Rhea, so does it that way? Because what you're telling me now is that we've got a weak champ. Like, you know, Ripley already is getting buried it's just that she still has the title for a bit longer. So I, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what they pull out for Money in the Bank. It just feels like the the prolonging, you know, the inevitable in Charlotte winning it. I just, it, it, they could have done it a different way. It just felt, it felt weak. It felt rushed. It felt not very well thought through, and that's pretty much sums up, unfortunately, the majority of the women's division at the moment. It just feels like creative and invested in it which is a crying shame because they've got the best women's division in the business maybe they're, they're just you know shoveling shit at everyone so that when you get um a certain person coming back when live crowds come back you get the massive pop and you get the oh thank god the savior is here the man is here to fix the division Yes, yeah. So oh, it's uh, yeah, maybe they're just oh, giving us the again. giving us the dross to uh, to to get us, as you said, that release pop for for Becky Lynch coming back. Yeah, yeah, it'd be. I I I I, I get that. I get that. I can totally see. You know, people <laughs> begging for Becky back just to just to give us a a big personality back in this. It's certainly in the in the Raw Women's Division. I, I tell you what, though. I, as it is at the moment, I wouldn't be putting Charlotte and Ripley in front of a live crowd at, at Money in the Bank because there's nothing for a crowd to get behind. Like, if anything, there's there's going to be heat on on this match and not not for good reason either. Like, you've really got to turn the ship around in the next three weeks because you. I mean, Charlotte has enough behind her to probably get through it. But Ripley could be devastated. To big, by, to big by getting booed out the building. This, this, this is a make or break month uh, in terms of how many 
you know, title opportunity she's probably going to get down the road. She's not going to be just handed them. She's got a great look and everything, great potential, but, uh, you know, they're not going to keep uh, putting her in the positions. Bianca has proved herself already. Uh, if Bianca were to lose the title this week, um, you know, you could say she was a convincing champion, but Rhea, man, Rhea's got some catching up. True, true that. So, main event time. WWE Championship. Drew versus Bobby. It was... It was... Well, first things first, it, it stayed within the cell, which I really enjoyed. There was no... You know, same with same with Bailey and, and Bella. You know, there was no getting out to climb on top or, you know, the usual kind of Foley tributes and that kind of stuff, which, you know, while while we enjoy it, it's also nice to get a Hell in a Cell match where they just stay within it and just have the cell tell the story, you know, the punishment that is within. Because let's face it, that's the point. Obviously, with, with this one, we did get MVP going in. And getting locked in the cell, which was which was a nice touch. Again, you know, other than other than the kendo sticks being a little overused throughout, you know, over the course of the night. Thing is, at least at least Drew had the welts to show for it. You know, his back was absolutely butchered on on Sunday morning. Uh, looked like my attempt at a, a four a.m. sandwich making session after a night on the beers. It was an absolute disaster. But great match, really hard hitting, brought some pretty new stuff to, to the to the forefront. A nice little homage to New Day and the Usos with the Kendo Penitentiary in the corner, which which was lovely, although it didn't last for long because Drew just broke it in half. So great. That now now Kendo sticks look even weaker um <laughs> to to the crowd. But yeah, it was it was a really good match. I, I enjoyed it. it. Again, you know, the the build up bored me a little. It was a little bit like, are we really doing this again? There was high stakes in it for McIntyre being a last chance match as well. So obviously now that he's lost, he can't challenge Bobby for the WWE title in the future. It's not stopped him going for the money in the bank though, has it? But yeah, it was it was good. It was really decent. I was a little disappointed that it was a roll-up win just i would have i would have felt more invested in what drew has lost if it had been just a a long hurt lock you know that kind of gradually seeing drew resist try and fight try and get all that kind of scott's courage uh, because he is scottish now that he's lost obviously that's the rule British if you win, Scottish if you lose. It's the Andermiri rule. I I just I wanted him to I wanted more fight. I just the, the surprise the surprise finish felt a bit a bit weak for me. It I'd I'd have I'd be more invested. I I understand the kind of you 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 protecting Drew a little bit with that, but I'd feel more invested in him as a character if it would have been a. Uh, you know, it's the Stone Cold Bret Hart scenario, isn't it? You know, he never quit, but he just held on for that long. He, you know, he passed out, and kind of that's how that's how tough he is. I wish they'd have gone that route with it. That's my only my only tweak. But other than that, great match. 
Yeah, I, I agree too. Yeah, only a little tweak with the with the finish was, um, yeah, it was surprising seeing as they you know they kicked out of big finishes uh, and big devastating moves uh, up until that point, and to to finish it with that, yeah, you would like to see them sort of beat each other down so much that you know Bobby only has enough to to you know lock in, um, you know lock in a submission before Drew passes out. I mean, that would have kind of been a, a, a repeat finish of, of Mania, but still it would have, you know, made made Drew uh made Drew look great and it would have made Bobby look less of the um you know the heelish champ that he's the persona that he's taken on lately. He's certainly a different um Bobby than the one who, you know, crushed Miz to win the title in devastating fashion. Now it's a little bit a little bit more shenanigan-y. But um well you know that's that's just what they do with the heel champs, isn't it? Um now we can look true, for, true. Know, now we can look forward to Oh god, I hope we get uh well down the line I hope we get Bobby and uh and Bobby and, and Lesnar, but uh but moving forward it looks like uh um we're gonna get old New Day New Day and, and Kofi back in the mix too for a little bit, which is nice to see. Um, Kofi in a title, title match, match back in front of the crowd, crowd is going to be noisy. Oh my god! To yeah. say the least, this it's, um, it's a great it's a great shout. I'm 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 very much looking forward to this feud over the next few weeks because I think that MVP and Xavier Woods they're going to complement this feud so well. They're going to add such an extra dynamic. Yeah. It obviously, it honestly, it makes me a little nervous because it's. Is this gonna be? Is this is this finally gonna be the time, if ever, that the new day does, uh, um, you know, go through a sort of devastating split? You know, Xavier Woods, um, have I really have a feeling that a, a big singles uh, program for him is is imminent? But I think it's gonna be something of more of a, a devious, um, you know, evil genius kind of Xavier Woods, because that's the role he could really, really really get into so i'm a bit nervous that, that woods is gonna join the hurt business but whatever happens in front of a crowd it's going to be brilliant so no they can't they can't do it if anything the, the new day are going to come back together surely at the draft get Big E back in the mix get the get the trio going again no it can't happen it can't happen i refuse i refuse to accept it good lordy uh so they would, they would, they would indeed. And then, and then you get Woods and Big E in the final of the King of the Ring tournament. <sighs> oh, imagine, imagine the heartbreak. So that finished things up. Every, every single prediction correct. Um, unprecedented, some might say. Um, I believe there's a plaque going up um, with my name on it, just on the on the side of the cell. At some point for for all future events. I've got a question for you. Seeing <laughs> as you're so good at predictions, why don't you predict what finger I'm holding up? Oh, hey now, it's it's not a it's not a finger for a Sunday afternoon at church. That's that's for sure. <laughs> um, it ended seven four. Um, I believe at, at the end of the night, with Tazawa holding on to his golden green of the twenty four seven title at the end. Um, funny as well, considering you you tried to start some kind of insurgency 
in the fantasy faction group earlier on in the week ask asking oh hey everyone i'm i'm a few points within within the leader at the moment big ant i'll tell you what would be good if we all got if we all got the points for correct predictions at the pay-per-views as well and all the losers all the losers that are down at the bottom of the pile were like yeah we agree we agree we want points who got the most points oh honestly Honestly, you lot to do anything for a, a few cheap points. Um, so, need to say, I don't think that's going to happen. No, yeah, well, it was... I'd better put a vote out there, you know. See, see what people thought. Try and mix it up a bit. Honestly, um, some, some people just want to see the world burn. That'd be me. 7-4 seven, seven, on the night. Just, just a quick roundup of the fantasy points and how we all did. So, obviously... On Team Fuck Yes, Ripley was the only person in action. Minus one point for, for, for losing via DQ to Charlotte. However, the good news is she's still got the belt for a little bit longer. Although, is she really going to successfully defend it again? I doubt that somewhat. Alexa Bliss was the only one in action for the Barn Burners for Marley. So two points there for the win. Love to see it. Um, That puts him up to 22 points. The Nation of Abomination. Here we go. The losers in second place. Bobby Lashley had the successful title defence. That was four big ones. Bailey suffered the loss, however. That was minus one, taking it to three overall. For you, taking you up to 33 points in total. Ziggs in blankets. So the NXT heavy team for Johnny had Cesaro, um, one of his only non-NXT stars in action, so a minus one there. Taking the lad into the negative, he was down into minus one on the night, getting dangerously close to the children of the milkmen there. Sons of Cesaro had a mixed night. Seth Rollins, obviously getting the win, gave Wes three points, but Owens and Shayna suffering a loss was negative one each time, so it was plus one overall, which had, had Wes... Um, at minus two at this point. The absolute marks. Bianca Belair successfully defended the title. That was four points. Drew lost, which was minus one, giving him a, a plus three overall, which had him in the 20s. He was at 21 points altogether. And then the children of the milkmen, finally, finally, he gets a big four. Charlotte didn't technically win the title. But still... But- <laughs> But still, still gets in plus four, which took him to minus two overall. So, obviously, um, team fuck yes, in the lead at, at the end at the end of the night. However, it's worth pointing out, it's worth pointing out, while we're still to tot up the scores from NXT, which happened last night, after Raw, there was some serious points going about, and the children of the milkmen... No longer last. Unbelievable. This is Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. This is the start of the comeback uh, that, that was foretold. Absolutely shocking. So, Sons is, at the end of Hell in a Cell, they were all tied up, Children of the Milkmen and Sons of Cesaro. And then, bloody Shayna Baszler goes and gets another loss. And all of a sudden, they're behind. The comeback is on. I can't believe it. We just need that big gender push to happen, and then it's to the moon for for the milkman. We do, 
well, well, he appeared. He appeared backstage at one point, didn't he? Um, old Jinder kicking off. I think about Money in the Bank. So, you know, it's possible. It's possible. The Usos. You know, Jimmy's Jimmy's finally accepted his role in a in in the family. So maybe are we going to get the Usos winning the tag titles? Potentially, Walt Walter's eyeing up his next challenge. Is that going to be a a new defense, Kofi? You know, Kofi, King of the Ring, does he win the belt? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, with Brock, with Brock looming, you just don't know, do you? Exactly. And it's worth pointing out, at this point, nobody has Brock. Oh, does someone dare? If he's, if he's coming back. I mean, come on. We're talking about the lad that signed somebody that's not currently signed with WWE. <laughs> <laughs> B. Priestley. B. Priestley. <laughs> B. Priestley is still on the lads list. It, absolutely ridiculous. Um, also, a special mention. Uh, so you've just made a transfer, haven't you, in the old fantasy? Yes, I have. Uh, yeah, Nia Jax is whole. Um, I, I can't do it anymore. Uh, after this, you, you've evicted Nia Jax's hole. Yeah, after this, uh, after this little supernatural possession thing, I mean, part of me thought that Nia Jax would take on, you know, a demonic uh, dominant role. Now she'd be like a uh, a supernatural bodyguard for Alexa. That could happen, but I wasn't risking it, so I decided to uh, to sell out and uh, and get myself another champion in in the uh, in the NXT UK Women's Champion Miko Satomura. So. Just call me, just call me Lukey Six Belts now. Uh... Unbelievable, unbelievable. I mean, he 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 gets annihilated at Hell in a Cell, and then buys himself another title just so that he can have the most belts. Well, this is what this is what happens when you've got all you got you got all this equity. This is why I made the simple move at the start to draft both world champions in. So I can have this kind of I can have this kind of collateral. I can have this these points to spare. This is this is how you play the game. This is this is investing. The 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 real question is. So there are currently. I want to say there's three champions currently not picked. You got the women's tag team champions. You've got R Truth. You've got Indy Hartwell. I think that's it in terms of champs not currently drafted and you you currently have three gaps in your team well i could spend 15 points for our truth you've got room for indy and you've got room for one half of the the women's tag champs i mean does he do it does he go for the thanos bonus so early on 20 what is it 25 points it's 25 points but i've just i've just lost five drafting Miko in if I if I spend another 15 then it's it's that's not um that would feel that would feel cheap and uh, and uh, you, which you are let's face it you're not you, you're not above frugal. stooping to these kind of frugal. levels Luke. Let, come on um but hey it, it's a net positive in the investment game it's what it's all about it's those little wins I'm I'm frugal Hold on, I'm seeing some weird green lights in the sky here. Whoa! Don't don't take LSD, kids. It's uh, 
It's not oh, good. It's no, not seriously, good. like, whoa, it looks like, shit, it looks like lightning, but it's like green light in the sky. What the fuck is that? Are we are we about to record a live abduction? Whoa, that's mad. What is it? I'm I'm freaked out now. <laughs> oh, seriously, the whole sky, the whole freaking sky, just lit up with, like three times with green bright light right in front of me, and all the clouds went fucking green. Oh my god, what is happening right now? Do you know what? Do you know what that is? What? That is. That, Am I gonna get abducted? Is, Shit! You are. You're gonna get abducted by by the king of the predictions. Acknowledge that green light, for it is me. Take me to your leaders. What were we saying? <laughs> um, I was just gonna mention about uh, after that strange segue. Um, <laughs> so Marley has also made a trade. Yes. Yes. So the top performing, the top performing team, the top performing superstar pick so far of this tournament, the Mysterios, he's traded out. He's yeah. got, he only got him in a few weeks ago. They've racked him up 17 points and now he's kicked him to the curb already. What is going on? I think, I think that's a smart move. Uh, I mean, he's had them for six weeks now. He's, uh, they've got him, they've amassed him 17 big points. Which good for the time being, but I, you know he's not messing around. He's he's getting the he's getting hit row in there, which um, are not looking like they're going to pick up uh, too many losses. Probably def, definitely more wins than losses. And even you know by the end of the year, if they don't win the tag titles in NXT, I'll be very surprised. So good move, interesting move that I think that'll um... see. So, yeah, Marley's team, Marley Marley picks. Picks people who, who are on a slow burn, but but come good. He's he's that. I think that's how he stayed stayed within touching yeah. distance of the top there. He, he's um he, he's he's good at just jumping in just as they're about to to start running, which is which is he's on the he's, ball. He's, he's starting to. He is he is indeed the lad. He is indeed the lad. So now he's got. He already had um swerve, didn't he? So so now he's got the rest of the team as well. That's big. I think that's I think that's gonna be good for him. They're they're on a roll, they're on a roll, so uh, yeah, good moves there, I think. Good moves indeed. Right. And I think I think that's your lot. It was it was a it was a hell of a show, so to speak. Just just worth mentioning again, um who won? Uh, who yeah i didn't get any wrong um which you know let's face it will probably never happen again we're two for one we're two for one in the steaks and beers uh run of, of predictions the next event is july with money in the bank wasn't that nice for me to let you to let you win this one you know just to keep the competition interesting you know if if if, sure. if I go three 0 up, then the then the listeners are going to be like, well, what's the point in listening to this? There's no competition. This is over. This is that. Then yeah, so so good on me. Pat on the back for me there. Uh, but I'm going to have to I'm going to have to resume normal services. Come money in the bank. You keep telling yourself that. You keep telling yourself that. I am climbing the ladder of success. 
Oh, I'm going to grab a briefcase of wind. The next thing. I don't know. I'm out of ideas. Can't wait for your money in the bank intro. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. There's going to be briefcase puns, cashing puns, and just wrestling, wrestling puns. You're a funny guy. You're a funny guy. Hey, hey. Oh, yes. Bloody hell in a cell. What a show. It's in the bag. Right, people, please check out our socials, Twitter and Instagram, at the underscore cheap underscore pop. You can also look for this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Keep pop wrestling. That's wrestling with an R, or CPR for short. If you look us up, it's just the big... Big old picture with the big CPR letters on there. Real easy to find. Uh, lots more content coming up for you in the next few weeks. I can't remember it all right now because it's half 12 at night and I'm honestly still freaked out by these green lights that are happening in front of me. Um, I might. This might be the last time of year from me. Um, if it is, if it is, tell my mum I love her and everything. But uh, yeah, hopefully see you next time. This this is what you get for abandoning your family and moving to America. Don't get anal probed. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>